0: Welcome to The Good Conversation, a podcast by the House of LRNC. My name is Adam Connor, and today we march along in our Begins Within Leadership series with a focus on Matthew Steed. He's our Senior Vice President of Merchandising here at the House, and his journey takes us across the pond and back again. Through his time at Burberry, his 14 years at Nordstrom, and his co-founding of Performance Kitchen, Matthew tells us about the moments which have taught him the most and what he's learned about building brands in the meantime. It's a lot to take in, of course, which makes it handy that Matthew also shares a few ways to relax. You might leave our episode wanting to get yourself a hot tub. More on that during the interview, which we'll get to right now. We hope you enjoy our next installment of The Good Conversation and the Perspectives of Matthew Steed. Matthew, it's great to have you. How are you?
1: Very good. How are you?
0: Doing well. You spent the last 20 years roughly in fashion and high-class apparel. Could you tell us a little bit of the story of how that 20 years has culminated in the House of LRNC for you?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So I uh, started off at the London College of Fashion, which is affiliated to Central St. Martins, based in Oxford Circus. Started a four-year degree there in product development for the fashion industries. I worked for a, a British luxury goods company called uh, Mulberry. Mulberry was a fairly small company at the time. I, I started off uh, working in the Bond Street store, selling, you know, expensive handbags and. Raincoats I did well at that and got spotted by Roger Saul and Monty Saul, and they asked me to uh, work in the wholesale sales office. So whilst I was still earning my degree, I moved up to the, the wholesale sales office and worked there for a bit, and also got involved in a bit of product development. Once I'd finished my degree, I moved on to Burberry, and I was very fortunate to be at Burberry during a really kind of extraordinary time. It was when uh, Rosemary Bravo was at the helm and she was sort of partway through the process of modernizing the brand. Burberry had been really sort of driven into the ground by its former parent company. And they had really bastardized the brand with lots of sort of cheap looking Czech product, including Scotch whiskey and a very large licensed program in Spain and Japan. So I was actually hired to work on the integration of Burberry Spain licensed product and Burberry Japan licensed product. I spent the first several years there of my early career spending a lot of time in uh, Seville and Barcelona and Madrid. Also then spending time with our manufacturing in Italy. So it was really a, an amazing opportunity. It was a great lesson in, early lesson in how you build a brand, how you, how you preserve a brand and how you develop that brand equity. Then 9-11 happened. My husband, my now husband, Greg, uh, is from America and he was working in Britain as a consultant uh, for aerospace once 911 happened the world changed for everyone but it it really changed for us as well greg was recalled to seattle and i realized that you know the only way that i could stay with greg would be for uh, for me to move to america because there was no path for us to staying together in britain i came out to america i i i left my job at burberry which was a real wrench and we came out to Seattle and I was fortunate to meet Irene Derogier at at Nordstrom, a remarkable woman who saw something in me and agreed to sponsor me to work in the United States. And that led to a 15-year career at Nordstrom. All the while, I actually started another company with my husband, Greg, called Eat Local, which was a frozen food prepared meals company. We modeled the business on companies such as Picard and Cook out of the UK. We, d- we started that sort of two or three years into my time at Nordstrom. Essentially, I was working two jobs uh, for all that time. Um, I was doing all the production planning and designing of the stores and even making the, doing the artwork for the, the, the menu mailers and things uh, in my spare time. So you know, I spent a lot of time working in either my job or the business. We were fortunate enough to meet Christine about three or four years ago, I think. Christine showed a, a lot of interest in us and the business, and and we decided to to join forces. So, uh, so I left Nordstrom to really get the business ready to merge with uh, what was then Louvo, um, and subsequently became Performance Kitchen. Yeah, you know, that was a. An amazing experience um, to to go through that transition. Really nerve wracking to leave my sort of stable corporate job, but uh, it's probably the best decision I made. And then, well, and then Christine asked me to get involved with the House of LRC. She, the house hadn't actually been formed yet. She she had an idea of a brand that she wanted to start that she would discussed with Russell, and we sort of talked through what a Gen Z brand could look like, and and that's really how we came up with Human Nation. So we uh, did our research on the customer and the market and macro trends and arrived at the idea of a, a Gen Z gender neutral brand. So we started working on that about a year and a half ago, obviously culminating with our launch recently.
0: Is there anything so far that surprised you about being here, whether it be about the house itself or the people that live in it? I've
1: been surprised by how little contention there has been or tension rather given the you know the responsibility the level of pressure and expectation that is placed on everyone I feel like you know we're all getting on remarkably well there are always going to be disagreements there are always going to be tough conversations that need to be had but I feel like when we've we're having those conversations you know they've they have always tended to be respectful well thought out and everyone's opinions have been valued so really just very surprised by how civil everything has been given everything that we're looking to achieve and i think that we should be really proud of the culture that's developing
0: so through your career you have done a number of things so far whether it be to start something on your own, whether it be to merge with another, and now, of course, seems like doing multiple things. There's a lot of different reasons to be, reasons to operate, things that you are good at. What would you say is your ultimate why or your ultimate purpose for being at a particular place at a particular time when it comes to your career? Well, I think,
1: you know, I've been responsible for for birthing a lot of product into the world. And a lot of container ships of stuff. After a while, I found that I became a little bit jaded. We live in a a society that is uh, driven by consumerism, and there there is a lot of product out there that I I feel is it doesn't really necessarily have a purpose or a a, a value system to it. So for me it became increasingly important that I work on product that I believe is going to do something good in the world and contribute to the world. So in the case of the frozen food company, well, um, we, all the meals are prepared from scratch using ingredients and methods of a good cook. And then once we'd met Christine, I was able to work to layer on registered dietitians into our product development process. And we added registered dietitians to our stores. And now we provide a range of 180 medically tailored uh, meals that can be used for all sorts of uh, targeted nutrition solutions. Um, And we're about to launch with um, a major insurance company in Florida with, you know, shipping meals to their vulnerable seniors, Um, but providing them meals that are truly nutritious and will really benefit their health. That versus what the competition provides, you know, I feel like in that case, we're really making a difference. In the case of the House of LRC, you know, in Human Nation, all the product is organic cotton or recycled polyester. Um, We have... We, you know, everything we have designed has been really designed with a very thoughtful approach so that there's no extemporaneous product. It really is a very well thought through cohesive range. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to continuing to develop you know, the other brands and applying that sort of sustainability focus. You know, that that really, really gives me heart and makes me feel like what we're doing is worthwhile.
0: So you've just joined a team and now have been developing for the last year and a half a brand for a team that is on a path to impact 1 billion lives. What do you think is your specific part to play there?
1: Well, really to be a coach, support, and mentor of the team. I I really see my role as being able to help build the team. So really identifying the right talent and then making sure that 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 talent really has the support that they need to achieve their goals. I think I really believe the best thing that a manager can really do is is give an employee plenty of responsibility, lots of trust, and and help them really believe in themselves and their ability to achieve their goals. You know, I think my I've always been given been very fortunate to be given lots of responsibility from very early on in my career and and I believe that's why I was able to develop uh, into the pro- professional that I am now. So I, I try to really pay it forward.
0: Well, let me ask about that leadership for a second. You've mentioned that you've been blessed with people and experiences and responsibility over time. Who's inspired you to be that good leader that you are today? And how do you show up as one today?
1: Well, I think there are two people. The first is a lady called Claire Klinker, who was my first boss at Nordstrom. And she was, you know, she was a vet- veteran of Nordstrom, she'd been there for 30 plus years. And she really helped me understand how to navigate the corporate environment, how to interact with others, where you need to sort of stand firm, and where you need to be, you know, capitulate and work with with others to sort of achieve goals. So she really helped me understand how how to do that and develop those skills. And then, of course, I couldn't not mention Christine. I mean, Christine has been an amazing leader to work with. I mean, she's truly inspirational. And again, I think with Christine, she's given me a lot of responsibility and, and trust. And, and I've seen that sort of same support from her as I try to give to my team members.
0: It sounds like you're taking a lot of lessons from her. I've heard that, and that's because I've also had one of these conversations with her as well. So it's good to know that you are also in that type of leadership and that you bring that type of leadership forth. I'm curious now because I also asked this question of Christine how do you continue growing your leadership skills over time? The reason I ask this is because I like asking questions about leadership, I like asking questions about growth, and I'm curious what growth means to you if leadership means setting up others for opportunities
1: well i think in terms of continuing to grow for me it's been learning to take on greater levels of responsibility in the past it was really about taking on greater you know larger and larger amounts of dollar volume at nordstrom in the startup world in my you know in the business it was really taking on responsibility for A business which is an awesome responsibility in itself and then more recently learning to manage between two different roles and being able to manage to a level of detail and keep track of all of that so that i i can actually be of use which is a really sort of fine balancing act
0: and this balancing act between multiple responsibilities and multiple functions I would hope doesn't stretch you too thin but in the case that it does or in the case you can sense that it does what do you do to ensure that you are continuing to progress or rather if you see that you are beginning to be spread thin how do you reset yourself to make sure that you are being your best no matter where you are
1: whenever i'm at a point of where i feel overstretched the best thing i honestly the best thing is a good night's sleep in terms of of self-care i I don't really drink caffeine, I don't drink alcohol, I row on an ergometer five times a week, I do about 11 kilometers at a time. So really sort of helping keep my physical state on an even keel and making sure that I get plenty of sleep. I I know that I am no good to anyone. When I'm tired or overly tired, I, I find that my mind just doesn't work as well. So.
0: Do you have a specific wind down routine?
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, bought, we bought an inflatable hot tub um, for the pandemic. Um, I, I'm slightly embarrassed to say uh, once it gets to the end of the day, I take a hot tub and then uh, read a book for a bit and have an early night. Sounds lovely. Yeah, it's not the most exciting, but it, it, it works for me. And then, you know, if I, get, if I get really stretched and I don't know what to do, I ask for help. And that can be help from Christine, or it can be help from people who I work with, whether it's, you know, the the other core team leaders or my team. The power of the we is so much greater than the power of the me, you know, um, and it, it's really not about me or I, it's about what we can do together.
0: It seems to me that in hearing this in its totality, you've taken your career to not only be able to piece together disparate parts, but also to take responsibility from and lessons from others to build that we to be stronger than the sum of you in different areas. You've talked to me a little bit about leadership and growth, even a unique reset button. I wanna ask here at the end about resources. And assuming that not everybody has their own inflatable hot tub, I'm curious as to what a few things are that you would recommend to those listening in and who perhaps emulate your journey when it comes to developing strong leadership skills, developing mentor boards, or their own personal LR and or C.
1: Well, I think first of all, just sort of being well-read and well-informed is really crucial and and that can mean different things to different people right so design friends i have they are fanatical about keeping up with what's happening in terms of trend me personally i am very much interested in in what happens in the business world and and understanding management trends and things that are sort of emerging trends in that respect so i i'm i've been a subscriber to the economist for for many many years, and there are other books and articles that I spend my time reading. So, and then I think in terms of mentorship, I have a group of people in my life who I use as a sounding board and and are really are important as a support system to me. Which is very important when you if you start a business because it is you know that responsibility thing and the stress that comes with it. It can be overwhelming at times. So. I have a, a, a host of people who are either past managers or colleagues or just dear friends whose experience I really value and respect. And and my brother, you know, he's a, a brilliant business mind and um he he works in at Heineken in Amsterdam and has had a really interesting career all over the world. So you know, people like that, that you can really trust uh, as, as important counsel is, is really invaluable in um, helping you plot a path.
0: So now you are here. We are looking forward to the next year and a half after you've had the first year and a half to build up Human Nation and the rest of the house, of course, will come together. For the time I've had from you now to learn a little bit more about you, your outlook, your tips... From the hot tub to the rower to this microphone, (sighs) thanks so much for the time, and we look forward to seeing what you have up your sleeve next. All right, wonderful. Thanks so much. Thank you to Matthew Steed for joining us. By the way, inflatable hot tubs, surprisingly affordable. Give it a search and see for yourself. Regardless, we hope you stick with our story here on The Good Conversation and our Begins Within series. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the House of LRC, and you can email us to info@thehouseoflrc.com. Stay in touch and let us know what else you'd like to hear. We'll be back again with another installment next week. Until then, I'm Adam Connor, reminding you to love powerfully and move purposefully.